Welcome to Preston Super Show. This is a good podcast right here. This is just the XFL Power Rankings in Week 3 Recap. Um, This is going to be really good. Wait until you hear what I have to say. Now, if you watch the games at all, <clears throat> you would have enjoyed them. But UFC was good. Um, Felt really good about my picks when I gave the UFC picks out. You know, these, these are the things that happen. And... Uh, so four games from xfl a lot of fun and uh nascar race was cool Uh, it was just a lot of sports happening a lot of sports going on we're approaching the march madness tournament it's gonna be lit but you know me i like to do things different over here on the super show you want the mainstream noise you know where to go if you want that offbeat real deal holy field you show up and pop into the super show and you hear what preston has to say right on right on we're here baby god is good and let's start with you know a couple things that i really want to talk about with xfl this weekend the officials did good let's say that nobody got screwed out of a game because of the officials right a little bit different in the nfl every week you're hearing about oh this team got screwed oh the officials screwed this team blah 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 Win the game then. Put more points on the board then. Reviewing TV shows and films, dishing out sports picks and dimes, providing you a slice of economics with a hidden gem tied in become a paid subscriber to preston super show at anchor.fm slash preston's super show slash subscribe thanks for listening and god bless Seattle Sea Dragons versus the Vegas Vipers. What I tell you? I said Vegas hasn't looked good. Switching quarterbacks just didn't seem right. Seems like everybody on the team felt like they had to really play big because their their job, their card can be pulled on this team. So I didn't like that feeling new kind of a newer element, new, new team. And you're already treating these guys and, you know, and as cutthroat as it is, it's even more cutthroat with this. So I didn't like that vibe they're setting over there with the Vipers and it's dooming them. It's dooming them. Uh, Rod Woodson not being able to get a handle on this. If he doesn't get a win this week. They got a big, they got a big problem. I mean, at 0-3 right now, the Vipers have a big problem. I told you go with the Dragons. And they didn't look good the whole game. But when it came to fourth quarter, hold the four up, they were solid. On both sides of the ball. Special teams was was solid too. So you have to give credit to Seattle. They have a pretty good team. 
And uh, what what is also good about him is they have the best quarterback in the XFL. So they have that in their pocket too. So you'll hear that reflected in my rankings this week. Far from the number one team in the XFL with a one and two record though. Sorry that, you know, that's just the way it is. You're as good as your record. So got every game right. Gave every pick out, got every game right. Now let's talk about the Battle Hawks because I don't want to be gloating. There's no reason to brag. My work speaks for itself. St. Louis Battle Hawks versus the DC Defenders. I told you when St. Louis went up here that it was just going to be too much. And for a lot of the game, they were proving me wrong. But th- but I don't think they're a bad team. I do think they're very skilled. They have some good talent at wide receiver. They got two different running backs who one of them gets hot. They can, they can really do some damage. Tire the defenses out. And A.J. McCarron back there throwing it, you know, looked pretty good. So what it was was D.C., the home field advantage works for that team like it works for some teams. It really works for D.C. And the defenders really eat it up and they soak in it. Tamu's looking better. These games were all pretty close, folks. I mean, like these games were all close. Like Anybody could have pulled these out and won. That's what's really cool about it. Um, and seeing McCarron go up against Tamu was kind of very underrated because McCarron threw four touchdowns. Tamu threw one and McCarron threw the ball 42 times. They still couldn't win the game. So I don't know if they go back to their approach and just say, look, we just got to run the ball a little bit more, burn some more clock. Um, but they really weren't in that position too, because DC's defense kept eating and kept feasting so it was just one of those weird situations you know wasn't really much the battle hawks could do i felt like they just weren't going to have enough to win this game and the defenders stay perfect three and oh against the battle hawks who fall to two and one their first loss their first loss the brahmas take on the roughnecks and roughnecks won 22 to 13 let me give you the scores uh one more time. Seattle Sea Dragons beat the Vipers 30 to 26. Battle Hawks beat the Defenders 20 or Defenders beat the Battle Hawks 34 to 28. And the Houston Roughnecks defeat the San Antonio Brahmas 22 to 13. Roughnecks improved to 3 and 0. Brahmas fall to 1 and 2, but a very tough 1 and 2. Tough out. So it's one of the tougher games Houston's had and it's not going to get any easier for Houston. This is their last real easy test, and then it gets real tough for them. But they get the Guardians this week, and it's going to be a walk. They're going to walk the dog on that team. So the Roughnecks just look good, and and what I really liked about that team was the defense is legit. Like The defense that they're talking about being out there, that's a legit defense. What is more impressive was their quarterback being able to sling the ball the way he did for three touchdowns and um, showed up Jack Cohn on the other side. And there's not much of a difference in talent. Both teams have average running games. Both teams have average everything. Except the defense, Houston has a really sound defense. Smart defensive coordinator. 
and they have just enough offense to beat you and keep you on your toes to where you can't get an edge. So it's a really tough team to beat. Then you have the Renegades. Arlington at home defends their turf, beat the Orlando Guardians 10-9. Neither team looked good. Both teams looked really bad. I was impressed with both defenses. And I think that Orlando defense is going to try to to really play tough and give them a chance against uh, Houston this coming week. But, I, I mean, I'll give you my picks in a couple days. But right now, you know, I would be saying, look, Houston's got the edge on those guys because there's just no motivation, no momentum. Their coach of the Orlando Guardians is a little bit in la-la land, a little bit delusional, I think, about what's happening around them. Um, another thing I wanted to say that I noticed, and another reason I didn't go with St. Louis this week, their coach. I just flat out don't like their coach. And I don't think he's a good coach. He's the type of coach I look at and I'm like, that's like the bad manager at a job or something. Or he makes me feel like I can do that job. And I know I really can't unless I was, you know, studying and preparing and doing that and and in that field and line of work. But that guy makes you feel like you can do his job. And that's why I don't like the Battlehawks coach. And they're going to have a bigger problem on their hands with that. And Arlington Renegades. I'm picking them as like the luckiest team. They're dodging. They're deflecting every bad thing that can happen. Just doesn't. It just bounces right off them. It's like it's getting weird. And uh, that's got to be reflected in my picks this week too. And also in the power rankings. So now that you have all the scores. You have a little bit of recap that I talked about. Let me give you my power rankings. Let me zoom out of here. And uh, like I said, we have a 1923 episode six review tomorrow. Um, and then I'm going to come at you probably in a week and start doing the last of us reviews and start nailing those because I know people want them and people have been, you know, asking about it. And I want to let you know that, yeah, I am going to review that show. Um, so just give me a little bit of time on that and let me finish up 1923 and then boom, we're zooming right into the last of us, not looking at anything else as far as shows go, except, you know, hidden gems usually aren't shows. Usually when I give a hidden gem, it's a movie and sometimes a website, but it's like a website that everybody can usually access once in a while, an app, but not too, not that's very rare because when you give somebody an app to go get, there's not a good chance they're going to go get it. And the other thing about the app is, Takes up a lot of room on people's phones and they already kind of have what they want. So it's kind of spur of the moment to get an app on your phone. You already know what you're using. You have your basics and your essentials. Everything else is kind of rudimentary and you just fill in the blanks with whatever else you have. So Hidden Gem, give you that one of those this week too. But today I just really wanted to focus on XFL. Talk about the games. I enjoyed them. And then uh, let me go ahead and give you my power rankings. So you're ready for the power rankings and so am I for the XFL heading into week number four. And it's going to be fun, right? It's going to be a good week. We got week number four on us. 
Coming up, had to give you that week three recap. And let's start with number one team right now. Easy. Houston Roughnecks. Why? Their quarterback silvers. They're solid offensive line. And they have a good coaching system. It's going to help them through this season. It's going to keep everybody on the same page. And let's not forget, they have the top-notch defense. Number two, D.C. Defenders. Now, I'm putting them at number two because they've really bounced back in a big way, shown that they can take down a good team. And more than that, they've shown that their defense is ultimately the number two defense in the XFL, in my opinion. And I also like how Tamu's playing. I like how he is throwing the ball right now. I like how he's getting out of the pocket when there's trouble and he's not taking any, you know, too many shots there. I appreciate that fact because it's going to help this team. They need him. They really do. And then when they're able to actually run the ball with the their other quarterback, it makes a big difference. So that's pretty cool that they can switch to that. It's kind of actually working for them. So I, I give them that little kind of edge there. Now you got to look at number three, which is a, is, is a spot that really could have been number two, really could have been number four. The St. Louis Battlehawks. And the only reason I have them at the number three spot is because talent-wise, and just not even talent, let's just look at a team as a whole. They seem to be the most together group. They seem to be so together that even on the road, they're playing big for their for their guys, like their the the other guys on the sideline. I just something about that St. Louis Battlehawks team, they they're not going to stop, you know, getting better. Number four, which could have been number three, that's as high as I would have given these guys, but I'm gonna put them at number four. The Arlington Renegades. Show them a little bit of love. They're the benefit of a lot of luck. In the XFL right now, there's got to be one lucky team out of eight. They're the lucky team right now that's been able to hold this ship together as they're taking cannonballs. And they've really done a good job, I really have to say. Being able to pick up first downs, I've noticed, was their key. Like, keeping drives alive keeps them in a position to win games. So keep that in mind. Number five, and this is not... A bad spot to be number five is not a bad spot to be at all it's the seattle sea dragons they are the number five team and they're trending up actually the only thing about the seattle sea dragons is i worry about their secondary late in the game are they going to be too tired are they going to be able to hold up other than that this team is a good team that plays four quarters. I like to see Dragons. Number six. This is where the teams are a little bit rocky. Number six and seven are a little bit rocky right now. I'm not sure what I'm going to get next. So you got the Vegas Vipers, who they have a real tough game this week. I just am not sure what I'm going to get out of them. I'm not sure. So they're at that number six spot. Number seven, San Antonio Brahmas. Same situation. Who would have thought? You got two Hall of Famers as coaches, and you're both at six and seven on the list. Both coming off 
just ugly, gritty performances that just didn't really get me thinking that you guys are going to be the creme de la creme this year. But there's still time. There's still time. But the San Antonio Brahmas need some work. They need some work like right now. And the Vegas Vipers do too. But the Vegas Vipers have a little a little bit of an edge there because their quarterback is better than the Brahmas quarterback, I believe, after what I've seen. And uh, that's Hunley, former Packer. And I do think he's better than Jack Cohn, who's the quarterback of the San Antonio Brahmas. Then you move to Orlando, who's actually got a, a good quarterback. I just think he's kind of a younger guy that's not, like, in the moment yet. Like, he's not ready yet. And, he, like, they're trying to make it work for him. But it's looking ugly. Every week it's looking uglier. And uh, their their running game is pretty atrocious. Their offensive line is probably their only bright spot on that team. I mean, their defense d- does play hard. But they're not that good. Um, so Orlando falls at the worst team right now. And they're trending down. So you have the power rankings. You got the recap. This is a good podcast for you to listen to. Share with 100 friends. Like. Subscribe. And stay tuned for all things cool. At Preston's Super Show. Ladies and gentlemen. Just like the hands of time. I'm turning it over to you. Good night. And. God bless. Palms 37 4.